Welcome to Transition of Style, the podcast that explores the ways in which personal style and identity meet. Transition of Style is sponsored by QueerCut, a global gender-free marketplace and online community that connects LGBT shoppers with queer-friendly brands and products. Welcome back to Transition of Style. I'm your host, Corinne. What's going on? Today, I have my homie with me, Frankie Classe. What up? What up, homie? What it do? <laughs> What's up, my friend? It's, so, it's good. I'm great. I'm great. It's so great to have you here. So for everyone listening, Frankie Classe is a Dominican uh, clinical social worker, and I'm going to let... Frankie, what are your pronouns? So I, I identify as gender nonconforming androgynous, mm-hmm. so I really believe that whatever you read in the moment works for me. Okay. So he, she, they, them, it, whatever you feel comfortable okay, with. Okay, so we'll, we'll go with she for now, and I'm going to let her uh, tell you a little bit about what she does. So go for it, Frankie. Awesome. So I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and right now I'm working at an outpatient psychiatric clinic. And I work with at-risk populations, so that encompasses people who are of low socioeconomic status. So dealing with a lot of people who are uh, managing poverty, they're managing chronic illnesses, poor education levels, and so there's a lot of um, everyday stressors that um, affect their functioning. And so I provide individual, group, and family counseling to help people kind of deal with those issues. On fantastic! Day. That is fantastic. That's uh, you know I you I already I've told you many times I really appreciate and and love what you do. And you know I as being, being African American myself, I know that you know that can be a thing in the African American community where many Mental health goes unnoticed and not talked about and not really dealt with. So I'm really curious about whether or not that's changed. And you know, from your standpoint, have you seen more people being diagnosed? How is it happening? Like, what would you say about that? Well, I think that um, with the advent of the technology era and uh, the internet being so readily available, I think that mental health is being noticed a lot more, Mm -hmm. but it's still chronically untreated because there's such a huge stigma against it. It's very much taboo for people of color to talk about their problems. Uh, We don't like to air out our dirty laundry. And when we're talking about depression, anxiety, having difficulty with just uh, maintaining your everyday life, a lot of people have issues talking about that kind of thing. Right. So it really... Really is I think that a lot of people are going untreated, um, but I think that as a society on a whole, we're much more aware, yes. and so we're more inclined to pick up on the cues. Mm-hmm. And maybe um, I also believe that relationships and friendships are overall getting stronger. So people will say, you know what, I really love you, and I really think that there's a problem here. Maybe you should get some help. Wow, it's interesting. Do you think that relationships and and and, and um, friendships are getting stronger with people over time? Do you feel like it, things have changed? In terms of the way we deal with each other as friends and you know I think I think it I think it, it is changing. There's a trend only because technology is taking so uh, such a, a big uh, focus on our lives mm-hmm. and so people notice that we're not interacting like we used to and so I'm old school I'm, I'm a little bit older than most people that I deal with on a regular basis and so I'm noticing that so I try to bring in people a little bit closer I try to have more meaningful conversations I try to check in more because we are so disconnected with our phones and our iPads right. um, and so I think the trend is that the younger generation coming up is getting more disconnected but the older generation sees it, so I think we're trying to be reparative about it. Oh my god, that's such an interesting. Yes, yes, my mind is blown. Yes, that was a money is- shot right there. Whoa. Hey, I love it. You know I love it. 
I, I love it. Okay, so listen, we talked a little bit about your identity, and I'm curious how that plays out at your place of work. You know, as a clinical social worker, you're dealing with all sorts of people. You're dealing with some people who may not understand or appreciate your identity. And I'm wondering, how does that play out at work? Uh, well, in the beginning of my career, I've been practicing since 2001, and when I first started, I would really agonize about my clothes and the way that I presented, and I think that had a lot to do with me just not being comfortable with my sexual identity, how I represented myself. I was very young and new to the professional realm, right. and so I spent a lot of time thinking about what people thought of me when I was working with them, mm -hmm. um, and then over time, I realized that I'm the one that defines the professional tone with someone. Mm -hmm. So it's not about what I'm wearing or how I present. It's about how I interact with them. It's about how I make them feel during the conversation. And it's about how I, how effective I am with them when I'm helping them learn how to manage their lives. Right, right. That's, I mean, that's incredible. I mean, so I would imagine that that was a process, right? That is not something that you did, that came to you overnight. That sounds like a process. It took years and actually it's still, you know, I still, I'm very cognizant every single day yeah. um, because I do want to portray, visibility is everything, right? Especially right now for queer people. Yes. Uh, so I really feel like it's important for me to be an amazing representative of our community. And so I'm always thinking about what I look like, what I sound like to someone, how I'm presenting myself. And I really think that uh, gender expression and sexual identity is a lifelong journey. Yes. We're born with these bodies, but I really believe that we spent our whole lives trying to figure it all out. Yeah, I totally What does it mean? Yeah. How does it look? Right. Um, and so I feel like through time, I've gotten more comfortable about how I present with people because I've gotten more comfortable with myself yeah, and I've, I've learned how to accept my body for yeah, what it is. That's incredible. That's incredible. Did you have any sort of, uh, like any sort of examples of times when you felt like your identity wasn't being accepted by somebody, like a client? I mean, you can't go into specifics, but like for you to get to the place where you understood that you, the importance of focusing on the task at hand, at, at the, at the people that you're serving, and not have it focus so much on your identity, I would imagine that something happened that made that happen. Yes. Um, so especially working with Latino population, you know, um, homosexuality is a huge t taboo in our community. And not everyone, but a lot of Latinos automatically assume that if you're homosexual, you're a sexual deviant. Yes. So they put us in the same category as pedophiles, people who are into bestiality. Yeah. And so I work a lot with children and families. Yeah. And so it was a big issue and I would see how these parents would react to this masculine presenting person right. who's gonna be in a room with their kid alone once a week. Yeah. And so wow. they, they would totally be like, nope, I'm not working with that person. Nope, I need a new counselor. And they would never say it outright, right? right? But I knew what the elephant in the room was. Right. I knew exactly what was going on. Exactly. Because that's my culture and right. I identify with that 100%. Right, and I'm sure you heard it. You heard it, whether that was, it was geared to you or focused on you, I'm sure you heard it over, over the years. Yes. You know, maybe, you know, focused on someone else. Right, different comments. Right, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And so I decided at one point that, well, I am very passionate about what I do, and I love people. I love to see people thrive, I love to see people happy, and so I decided that the focus needed to be on the patient and helping them live a better life. And once I took the focus off of me and who I was in the room and, and changed it to the person that I was dealing with, it, it totally fell away. Like it's what incredible. I'm presenting and how I dress had nothing to do with anything. And sometimes a client will say, Miss, why do you dress like a boy? 
And then I just bring it right back to, well, why does it bother you? Because wow. it's not about me. Ooh, turn that around. <laughs> turn that around. Why does it bother you? I mean, this is, listen, I, I, I say this time and time again on this podcast. When you get to a place where you feel very strong and very secure in your authenticity and what you've chosen for your identity, it stops being a problem for everyone else. Absolutely. Usually it stops being a problem for everyone else. Because why? You've taken it off the table. You've said, you've basically said, this is not open for discussion. This is not open for negotiation. There is no part of what you have to say about it that I care about. <laughs> Absolutely. Not even a little bit. Absolutely. Not even a little bit. Because why are we talking about this? It's a done deal. There's nothing to talk about, right? And I'm here to help you, right? So what I also love about what you said is that you actually remembered that you were you're there to serve them, right? Even if they had a very sort of ignorant sort of view of, of your identity and how, you know, to them it was wrong or to them it was like deviant in some way, you were like, you brought it back to, okay, I'm here to help you, right? And if we're talking about me, we're not helping you. And I'm a professional, and I'm here to help you. I'm here to serve you. So I don't want to do this with you, and I'm not interested in doing it with you. Right. So as soon as the focus in my mind became what my job is truly about, which is being a tool of change. And when I'm a tool in that room, it has nothing to do with me personally. So once my perception of the person in the room changed, their perception of me changed. And that's what creates a working dynamic within within the therapist-client relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's how you affect positive change in someone. So, you know, I, I think, you know, we talked about this before, but I wonder what are some of the tactics you use to do that? Like, how do you make them feel comfortable? You know, and, and say, but at the same time say, um, like, my identity and the way I present is not really up for discussion. Like, how do you do both of those things? Um, well, I use a lot of humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, humor disarms people. Um, and it helps other people see you in a human way. Yes. So no matter what I look like, I'm still a person. And I made you laugh. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which you're good at. Thank you, thank you. Um, but also um, focusing and, and really um, taking a genuine interest in what someone has to say and who they are as a person and what they think their value is in their, in this world. So once I put the focus on that, it's almost like I kind of disappear in the room yeah. and you hear my voice, but you don't see me. You it's don't incredible. see me. Incredible. I mean, this is, I, mean, I just feel like this is such a huge, like it's such a huge win for you as a professional, for, for you as a person, because I can imagine that taking this sort of tact or the sort of like the sort of uh, I don't know way of being to take it into your life you know and hopefully hopefully you've taken it into your life as well because this is also very much applicable to life in general yes definitely and it's so funny because recently I I always I've had issues with social settings and feeling awkward kind of out of place Mm -hmm. inept um, this is not my world. People are younger than me. Really? And as soon as I take the focus off of that, and and it, it just happened Saturday night, I remember thinking to myself, fuck these motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm here to have a good time. I 
had a hard week. I want to have a drink and I want to laugh. That's right. And as soon as I did that, I promise you, I had such an amazing time. Yes. yes. Like yes. the yes. conversations flowed. Yes. Even yes. when I thought there was gonna be an awkward moment, kind of talking to somebody new, yeah. it just again my humor. Yes. And just being a hundred percent genuine yeah. in my shoes. Yes. Helped someone else feel hundred percent genuine in theirs, so and it just flows. That's yes. incredible. Well, yes. I, listen, I've seen you on socially, and I think you're hilarious. You're so outgoing. Thank you're so you. gregarious. You're just such a wonderful person to talk to. Like even for somebody who's like a, a stranger. I've seen you approach people and you're just you're wonderful to talk to so you're right it's like you you do need to take the focus off you and you need to like you know I know some people can get a little you know strange in, in, in social situations when you don't know people and you're like I don't know what do these people think about me you know what they, who cares what they think absolutely right like you are there to have a good time you are there to enjoy yourself and you maybe meet a new friend or like find a date or whatever it's like take the focus off that that's such a great way to like approach life like yes. let's not get so self-conscious about what's happening here like you should be okay about it and then go out into the world and then let things unfold as they're going to unfold absolutely i love this love this love this all right so listen let's go back to um for work as you present as more androgynous what is the clothing been like what do you wear there so that you can feel good in your your identity but also feel like you're you know you're you're being a professional and you're showing up and you're looking like you know like you're doing the role of a clinician like so that these people take you seriously like i need to be dressed in a way that these people understand i'm a professional and i'm here to help them yes and it's such a fine line because i need to look professional and play that clinical position but also i need to be able uh, to have people identify with me That's right. because if you feel like there's somebody stuffy in the in the chair across from you you're not so inclined to open up oh, to them oh so interesting it's a fine line wow you yes. are walking a serious line all the time homie that's not serious it line. is serious oh my god tell me about this yes. line so crazy when I first started my professional career I would agonize over what I would wear on a daily basis I'm a thick Dominican woman. I have curves for days. I have a huge butt that I really, really don't like. Mostly I love it, but I do not. I do not. And so, you know, my, my go-to has always been a nice crisp polo because yeah. that's my favorite. Yeah. But if I tuck it in, it looks weird because my butt is so big. And yeah. so I would wear it on top, but then it looks kind of messy. Yeah. Um, and so I would go back and forth with that a lot. At one point, I was having them tailored so that they wouldn't be so long on the bottom and yeah. they would end right at my waistline yeah. and yeah. that would make it look a little bit less sloppy. Yeah. Um, and then I started doing button-down shirts with sweaters mm-hmm. because that's easy, mm-hmm. and it it defines my curves, but it doesn't accentuate anything, right. and it doesn't look like I'm hiding anything. Yeah. But it makes it look neat. Yeah. Um, and so I think that now it's about finding tricks um, with different um, different manufacturers of clothing and yeah. different different brand names, yes. um, and kind of knowing your niche. So for me, I have a really big butt. And I have thick thighs. And so I used to wear oversized clothes to hide it. Mm-hmm. Unbeknownst to me, it made it look way worse until someone <laughs> pointed it out to me. So so let me stop here for a second. Because when we talked about... One of our episodes was about trial and error. And it's about mm-hmm. trying to... Well, actually, this is more about the episode where, we, where people are finding their personal style. It is so important to get feedback. Yes. Because the thing that you thought was going to help... Yes. Did not help. It made it worse. Right? Yes. And somebody was kind enough to be like, girl... <laughs> We need to back it up on this yeah, one. Yeah. This is not what we're, we're trying to go for. 
I feel like, because it's interesting. So tell me what you did, because when you, we talked a little bit about this, it's almost the opposite of what you thought you needed to do. Right, right. So, but also, it, it, it also took a certain level of coming to an acceptance of my body. I was hating it so much, I wanted to hide it. Right. And then all these beautiful queers were like, your butt is beautiful. And I'm like, yeah, it's work. I have that. That's right. And so, I love it. Right. Love and it. so I had to learn how different brands... Um, so like some clothes are cut specifically for Caucasian males. Yes. Right. Yes. No butts at all. That's right. No butts. Kind of no cardboard butt. figure. I, I'm telling you. Right. And right. so I had to learn. And then there's also different cuts. And so for a long time I would wear like standard fit. And then one day I tried on a skinny pair of pants. Yeah. Which defines my hips, but doesn't accentuate anything. And they worked perfectly. Right. And that's not what you were respected to you needed to do. Right? Exactly. That was the one thing that I was repelled. Skinny. Ain't nobody wearing no skinny. Nothing here. Bro. I'm about to fall back. <laughs> this is where the trial and error comes in. Exactly. You gotta try some shit yes. and then be like, I don't know. You're like, yes. either yes or no. Like, you sometimes you try something, you're like, wow, I went down the wrong road on this one. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yes. Back it up and just get on to another way. But like, it's important to try stuff to figure out. But don't assume that you know the the, the answers to be wearing clothes that are like baggy situation. Right. The entire time, like right. that's not necessarily what you want. Right. Like it's going to create a look that's, that's sloppy and maybe not what you're looking to Right. It's not flattering at all. At, Absolutely. Not on any level. Right? right. Right. And then I figured out, um, so I love the Gap. Yeah. Um, they have very classic, um, classic style with uh, clean, crisp colors, which yeah. I really love. The yeah. solids and stuff. Um, and so I really love their pants and I realized that they cut their pockets long. Yeah. And so visually it creates um, this illusion that my butt is smaller. So when I found that out, I was like, oh, I like these pants a lot. So, I really wish you could see it right now. It's amazing. You, you, you're like, you definitely found your holy grail. You're like, I really oh, did. Yeah. The, light, the light went yeah, off. I see that. I see that. It's lighting up your face right now. It's amazing. Because, you know, how you present in the world, it really does affect how you see yourself. Yeah, of course. Right? And yes. so, and, and, and for me in the professional realm, I want to be accepted on that level. But also socially, mm-hmm. I, I want to, you know, I, I visibility is so important, and I want people to see me. Yes, of course. But I want people to see me for the right reason. I, I 100% agree with that. And I'll say this: I'll take it one step further and say, when you're at work and you're trying to remove the discussion about your identity from any sort of like, you know, like from from your your clients' minds, when you're like, I don't want to talk about this. We want to talk about you. It's important, whether it's work, whether it's like the party you went to on Saturday, for you, in order for you to get that comfort that we're talking about, to, to, so, so that you're not feeling awkward or feeling like, you know, like your clients are looking at you or whatever the case is, or you're going someplace and you feel uncomfortable, it is about the comfort within yourself. Absolutely. It has to start there. That is the house, that, that yes. is the foundation that the house has to get built. Absolutely. That is that. the foundation. Absolutely. It is where you, it is, that is the thing that will also help you find your style as well. Dude, I saw somebody on Saturday with a hideous shirt. <laughs> Dude, when I tell you it was hideous, I was Did like, "You give me back to that?" <laughs> no, you know what? Well, I didn't. I, I sometimes stopped, you don't like. Sometimes <laughs> you have to. Sometimes you have to hold back on yes. the feedback. You, you know, know what I mean? It's just it's for certain people. It's and not you know what? They were wearing the fuck out of that shirt. Like that motherfucker thought that they were it in that shirt, and I wasn't gonna bust that bubble. And again, it comes down to how comfortable you are with that's yourself, right. That's right. and that's why I didn't have the good balls to like, say anything. Damn, you, you know, like, that, that shirt is, but you're wearing it, you're doing it, 
you are doing that. Yeah. And confident about that. Well, you know what? Listen, I, look, I, look, I, I, I've seen it all the time. I've seen it all the time. And I'm like, okay, well, then do you. If that's do you. It. Like, I, like, this is me. I'm like, do you. If this is what you want to do, I wouldn't wear this. I'm not sure it's going for you so well, but like, you do that. If you like it, right. I love it. it exactly. One of my favorite. <laughs> if you like it, I love it. Yeah, so it's just like, you know what? Let them, let them do that. But like, you know, getting back to this moment of like of thinking about the how important it is to be comfortable, comfortable with your body, yes, comfortable with you know whatever identity you've chosen for yourself. That all of that leads to you know what, being able to walk through the world with whatever whatever you figured out your style is. That it has to be about that comfortable sort of place within yourself, that peace within yourself. Absolutely, and I think it's a lifelong journey. I think I'm not done yet. I've come a long way. Yeah. I've definitely defined it to um, a very real level that I'm comfortable with. I can recreate it in different places. Now I know a certain style that I'm looking for. So even if I go to a different brand name, I can still kind of play with That's the style fantastic. and That's make fantastic. it work. Good for you. Um, but again, it comes with me being okay with my big butt yeah, right. and knowing that it's big and it's going to be there. That's right. I just have to know how to work with it. That's absolutely right. Just right. like I can't change my kinky hair right. or my yellow skin. Yeah. That's just how I came into the world. That's, right. so that's how I feel about clothes. Yeah, I mean, and, and you have to, there has to be a level of comfort with your body and it has to be a place, I mean, I think I'm still working on this, like having, feeling comfortable with the body you're in right now yes. and, and saying, okay, how can I work with this yes. and still get the look I'm trying to create? Because at the end of the day, we all have this vision of like what we would like to look like yes. in our heads, right? Like, and but we still have to work with the reality of what we are, and we hopefully can kind of get to a place where those two things converge, right? And then really bring something great to to our to the world, right? Absolutely. Like walk through the world in such a great like great like place of like comfort and authenticity, you know? Right. So I think you're doing a fantastic job of that. Thank you. Thank I think you're amazing. Thank you. I you know how I feel about you. I think you're awesome. Thank you. But you know what? I want to before we wrap it up. I want to ask you. Um, I want to go back to what you were saying before, like, and if you can, is there anything that you can do to offer advice to somebody who it hasn't got to that place where they are able to be comfortable enough with themselves so that they don't open themselves up to that discussion of, I don't, I don't like what you're doing. I don't like how you look. I don't like how you're identified. This is wrong. Like there has to be a, some inner work that happens. Yes that makes that happen. Absolutely. What would you say to somebody who's still figuring that out? Because that's a huge piece. I think, I think it's about spending time with yourself. I think it's about um, going to stores and just trying things on, not because you can buy anything, yeah. just to try it on. Yeah. See how it feels, see what it looks like, um, and also engaging in other things that you actually like doing because mm-hmm. In finding things that you enjoy doing, you become more comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. And that's what defines how you present in the world and how comfortable you are in your clothing. Wow. Like this person in this hideous shirt. <laughs> she was comfortable in her skin, <laughs> doing it. Like, she was glowing. I actually wish I could with this shirt. Me like, too. Because because really if you had to talk about it, it must have been bad. <laughs> it must have been bad. But you know, okay, do you? Yeah, that's sure. Do the other shirt. Fine. And, and again, because this person was so comfortable with themselves, it didn't matter what they had on. Right. It was about the energy that they put out. Right. Confident, strong, happy with self. Good. And yeah. so the more time you spend with self, the more you come to that point. Well, you know, I, I'm going to add one more thing to that. So I, I learned also that there is this sort of transformative process that happens when you also, when you 
spend time with self alone. Yes. Right? Yes. Which for some people is hard. Yes. Because they don't want to sit with themselves. But there's something that really happens when you can do that, when you can sit with yourself and, and not look for the distraction, right. not look for the thing to take you outside of that and just sit in it for a minute. Absolutely. There's something that happens that cannot be like, you, you really can't, you can't fight that. It's, it's incredible what it does for you. So I think that part of it is important too. And I think that that's something in the day that in this age we're living in right now where everyone's like on their phones and they're walking in, you know, like no one's like really present in what's happening. Absolutely. Which is kind of sad. It is sad. It is. It, it is, is. Because there's a huge, there's a, a lot of strength and a lot of power to be gained in. I shut off my phone. I'm just going to sit here and maybe read a book or maybe I'm going to like chill, take a walk in a park. Like it, there's something that happens in that, that I think that can't be denied. And I think that we're, I think we're losing a lot of that sometimes. We are. Well, there's, there's a, a concept in Japanese culture and the name escapes me at the moment, but it's uh, something to the, something to the effect of, we have three faces. It's one we show to the world, yeah. one we show to our friends and lovers, mm-hmm. and one that's just us that we share with no one. Yeah. And I think that the more you connect with that third oh one, God, where it's, it's just you, oh, yeah. that's where it's at. That's the money shot, baby. My God, that's the yeah. money shot. Yeah. No, that's the I money shot. I hug and kiss that bitch every day. <laughs> every day. I'm like, bitch, you beautiful. I love uh, you. I am right there with you, <laughs> me and myself. Yes, we've had some love-making moments. We no doubt about that. I am with you on. Listen, that's that is the money shot. That is it. Yes. That is the that is the gravy right there. I'm telling Absolutely you, right. that is it. So I'm with you on that. That face, that that interface, that face that you that only you know about. Man, connect to that. If you connect to that, you have unlocked so many. Yes. The key to so much of your life. Jackpot. Incredible. Yes. Incredible. Oh my God. I love this conversation. <laughs> you are the best. Thank I you. Thank you. I love talking to you. You're amazing. Um, you know, guys, please uh, tune in. We're going to have some more amazing interviews. Frankie Classe, my friend, it is such a pleasure to have you on today. You're amazing. The work you do is amazing. You know I have great love for you. you know thank it. you so much for having me on. I had a really good time and I'm going to do a shameless plug now. Please. Plug. Plug away. You're <laughs> You're allowed to plug. Plug away. Um, so we, I'm involved in a documentary project. Yes. And it's called I Identify As Me. Yes. And yes. it's basically exploring um, the lives and situations of people who are gender non-conforming. Yeah. And it's going to be a beautiful project. It's coming out spring 2019. Cannot wait. Yes, okay. right before World Pride. So it's wait, how do we find it? You tell us how we find it online. Uh, yes, well, right now the official teaser is on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And it's the I Identify As Me documentary teaser official. Mm-hmm. And there's like a, I think it's a 30 minute, uh, 30 second um little uh, reel on just kind of introducing the project yeah there was also a photo shoot that was done mm-hmm. um there's gonna be a lot of marketing happening uh but it's just great to put the story out there oh uh, i'm know? so excited we're here, about this. we exist yeah and we're visible yes yes visibility is so important so can they find can people find it on instagram can they find it on facebook how can they find it on those, uh, on so those, uh, it's on instagram yes. as i identify as me uh also you can find me on instagram that's at fluid 420 and also on Facebook that is Frankie Classe and I have uploaded all of the links onto my page so there it is you guys check it out Uh, you guys definitely check out Identify With Me that's going to be huge it's bringing huge visibility to people who identify people of color who identify as as many different things it's it's going to be fantastic so please do check that out please follow them on Facebook follow them on Instagram give them the love because this is going to be huge huge yeah visibility my friend this is all about visibility yes 
Oh, Frankie Class, I love you, my friend. I love you. Thank you so much for being here. Guys, please tune in for the next episode of uh, Transition of Style. Um, please subscribe. Please comment. Please rate the, uh, the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to it. And we will see you next time. Thank you. Transición de estilo. Oh, oh, oh. shoot. Okay. En español. Oh, en español.